Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to the first October mini. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And I mean, we all know that October is spooky season, obviously. Clearly. I mean, if you also haven't figured out, we're doing all spooky stories all month long. So our minis obviously have to be scary and spooky. So we're doing true terror, real fears. I don't remember what we decided to call spooks was what we went with, I think. I don't know. I don't know. We went with a lot of ideas. They're true. Okay. And they're scary. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's, they're true stories. It's real things that happened and either they're scary, whether to us or to others, or if they keep us up at night, who knows? We'll find out. We're on an adventure together. Hopefully the fact that they're true is what makes them scary. Like just inherently, like, I don't know about you, but like mine's kind of paranormally. I know we're going to talk about yours, but like, um, just as a whole, I think the fact that like these particular types of stories are true is what makes them scary. Whether or not mm-hmm. like the actual thing that happens is scary. It's like the fact yeah, is it's, it's true. Yeah. And I think that's really true with mine is that, though, yeah, the fact that mine actually happened and kind of how it happened and the outcome of mine is, I think the outcome is actually maybe like the scarier part so the book that i did is american predator the hunt for the most meticulous serial killer of the 21st century it's by maureen callahan and i listened to it on audible and i totally meant to figure out who narrated it and i forgot so that's my bad um sorry narrator i totally didn't write your name down anyways so this one is a true crime story it's about israeli keys who is like a serial killer that not a whole lot of people like people don't know about him and like the way that they know about the ted bundies and the charles manson even that's never actually he has some anybody. name recognition for sure like i've heard his name but like i can't think of what it was so i'm interested yeah and i think that like up until like true crime became like a big thing with all the podcasts like nobody really knew who this guy was uh okay. but like he killed a bunch of people and like what he did is kind of creepy so they basically tell this story like in the backwards so from like it's kind of like the case that got him caught and then he's like telling his story backwards so it starts and we're up in alaska and this girl i think she's 17 uh she works at like a roadside coffee stand not like it's not roadside like it's like kind of busy there's like a home depot across the street and i think like an ihop parking lot like busy as alaska gets yeah so like it's yeah it's not like it's just like in the middle of nowhere like there are other buildings and things it's just like one of those ones that would be kind of in like a random parking lot or something like that mm-hmm. so she works there um she works i think it's the night shift maybe at this point like it's definitely like later maybe 6 p.m 8 p.m something like that but she works alone so like all and like this was really like really common at the time so this was also like 2017 2016 i think maybe something like that i can't remember um but like so not too terribly long ago but in these ones like women worked alone um they had a panic button but so she gets taken or really she her boyfriend comes to pick her up from work because they like share a truck or whatever because the boyfriend Mm. so it's just her and her dad and then her boyfriend got kicked out because his parents kind of suck and so the dad very much like in the tv show reba was like yeah you come not that she was pregnant but you know she was like hey like whoa burying the lead yeah you can come come live with us like you're about to be 18 whatever very cool dad uh so they share a truck and so he's gonna like come and pick her up and he shows up and she's not there that's really weird like what the heck's going like on that. um and like i think the lights were out it's all locked up so he like goes home and tells the dad um they like try calling her a whole bunch of times At some point they call the police 
I think pretty early on they called the police um and the police just kind of fuck everything up because basically the police think that she's just run off like that she like got angry and she ran off um as typically they do and so they finally get around I shouldn't say finally I think so the amount of time that it takes them to actually start doing all of the investigating to realize that she's been taken and she didn't just run off is longer than it should have been and Mm. kind of really hurt her chances of being found but it wasn't like it was too terribly long so they get the um they get the video feed or the security camera feed uh, mm-hmm. they're looking it over and at some point really early on for some reason there's an fbi agent who gets involved or he like asks if they want the fbi's help like they ask the alaska unusual, police though. i can't remember why i think he was like he was already up in alaska and he was like hunting somebody else down or maybe he was like had a similar case i can't remember why but there's a reason that he was there um but like it, it's not an fbi case but he was like hey like i'm here do you just like want my help and the Alaska Got police it. were like, no, you're stupid. We don't want the FBI. We're the Alaskan police. We're APD. Alaska's very anti-government. Yeah. We don't need you. And so he's like, okay, cool. So they watch the video and in it, she's there and they see like somebody, he's like, seems like kind of taller based on like the angle of the camera, dressed in black. And he like says something to her and she turns around, walks back and then like says something. And then something. there's no audio on it. And then at one point he like, he's still outside he like ties her hands behind her back and like pushes her forward and he like jumps in the window like a cat kind of a thing super quick and then they like walk to they like walk out of the camera but there's like they're like oh why isn't she like screaming why isn't she doing anything like clearly she's not fighting this so that's why they're like oh maybe this was also staged like so they're still on this girl ran away like oh this is staged like something weird is going on and then it starts getting ATM draws on her card. Like her card is declined at an ATM because somebody tried to request six hundred dollars. You thought yeah. it was staged because he tied her hands behind her back and she didn't fight it on camera. Mm-hmm. Did they go off camera at all during the whole interaction? At one point, she does. Yeah, she goes off like she like kind of like I think he like shoves her down on her knees or something like that, and you can't really like see what she's doing. And then he's just kind of like standing there. Like there's no audio you can't say that she's not like yelling you know what i mean like unless her face is directly facing the camera the whole time i don't know i hate all of that but mostly because this is not surprising the police are like no she ran away let's let's reaffirm that yeah and it's like there's no like really like good reason like she wasn't like fighting with her dad or fighting with her boy i mean she like fought with her boyfriend the boyfriend said but in like ways that like 17 year old kids kind of fight it wasn't like it was like Anything. petty shit nothing like wild right yeah it wasn't like oh we're gonna break up i'm leaving you you cheated on me or you stole my money or you're sleeping with my dad it wasn't any like weird thing like that that'd be like a really big fight where she clearly wants to get out mm-hmm. it was just like a normal fight or something like that um and so there's a attempt on her atm card for six hundred dollars which is gets declined because you can't withdraw more than five hundred dollars a day and so but then there ends up being like another draw and so this is like basically confirms to them that like she ran off because she's like, oh, she's trying to get all the money out of her bank account. No one could use her card. Yeah. They're, yeah, exactly. They're like, well, it's her pin, whatever. Um, and it's a shared card. So it's the card is shared between her and 
her dad her and her boyfriend nobody could coerce her to give the pin up yeah i can't remember who it is but it's a shared card between somebody it's not like i have an alternate pin that if you enter it the police are called like that would be cool though that would be a great feature that's actually i'm gonna gonna write that down yeah we're like it'll still get you the money but then it's automatic police or it can automatically alert uh, i think the bank if it automatically alerts the bank to alert the police because then yeah, because then I they can alert the local police. Yeah, yeah. I think but either way, I think I'm just saying, like, there's not something like that. Like, of course, mm-hmm. your pin could be coerced out of you or yeah. guessed. Someone yeah. could guess it if you use something basic. Yeah. So finally, like 33 weeks after they pretty much, oh, like the whole time that she's been gone, her dad is posting on Facebook and stuff, asking, he like uh, put out a reward for any information and like is asking for donations for this reward money because he doesn't have a whole lot of money. Um, and it gets up to like, Fifteen thousand or twenty thousand dollars or something like that, pretty quick in, in like a couple weeks. Um, so like three weeks after she's gone, they get a ransom. And it's a picture. There's a picture of her with the um, today's newspaper, and it's like a ransom for like five thousand dollars, six thousand dollars. Like not stupid, crazy high money. Um, and at this point, the FBI guy is like still like kind of involved in it, but he's not. It's still just a missing person. So he's not like super like actively there, um, mm-hmm. but like one person who like sees this ransom and is like, is like, I think she's dead. And everyone else is like, no, no, she's not dead. Like, look at the picture. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess maybe you could be right. Like, sure, whatever. Like that instinct, but like, I don't really have any like proof on my end as yeah, to I why I say. think that. Yeah, he's just like, I think that. Um, and so then, um, so they like finally get oh because then like the atm so like the person who's using this atm card finally figured out that there's like a five thousand dollar limit and so they're going on either side of midnight to banks like like smaller banks like across like the city or whatever across a couple towns and like at 11 55 we'll draw 500 dollars, and then at you know like 105 in the morning we'll draw another 500 dollars. so like in the amount of like a short period of time they managed to get a good chunk of change um because this was like after the ransom and so because part of the ransom was like put money into this fund and okay then, i was gonna say i'm like impressed you still had money in there to take yeah. out i don't have that yeah. kind of money yeah so that was the ransom was like put this money into this account and mm, like i'll yeah. release her in 60 days if you do that like i'll release her unharmed in 60, 60 days 60 That's days not or 30 unharmed. days or like six months maybe it was six months it's a good chunk of time of like I'll there's release no her. scenario in which you keep someone captive for that long and they're unharmed at the also end for of like it? i think like six thousand dollars it was like it wasn't even if it was ten thousand it wasn't a stupidly high ransom it wasn't a million dollars even if it was a or- hundred grand like i like that's six months as soon as you get the money you release the person this is how payments work yeah but of course the dad is like well yeah so actually the dad and like cops had kind of like fought and argued over in the fbi i think like everyone was kind of fighting and arguing maybe it doesn't matter um arguing over should you do it should you not do it like should we call this person's bluff ultimately the dad decides to put the money in so that's how this person is i would have too pulling all their money out because i think also at that point the dad was like well even if like she did run off like y'all said and i don't believe that like fine here's the money take it I don't care. Like I just want you to come home. It. I just want you to come home. Um, and so they have this like APB out for this person because all of a sudden they get like an ATM ping from down in the lower 48. And they're like, how in the world did this person get all the way through Canada? Like, yeah. Two border crossings through an entire country. Like, or did they fly? Like, 
what is happening how did that oh, happen for sure and so they started being able to like pull um like the security footage camera from all the other atms and like the surrounding businesses they did call one bank and the person was like no it was like the middle of the night they're like no i'm not going to get up and go and get that footage for you that's stupid and i'm not going to ask any of my police to get up in the middle of the night and do it you can wait until 9 a.m which i just thought was odd because they very much were like oh well this like girl is missing and her atm card was used at your bank and this like bank manager is crucial mm-hmm. they've already made it across two borders yeah so that was just interesting i was like huh also i liked that that little part was added in like the author did a really great job of stuff like that of like when you just want to like beat someone upside the head because they're being so dumb Ugh. anyways so the apb is out for this guy because they finally do get like a decent video of him and like the make and model of the vehicle that they're driving and like somebody was able to like reverse engineer the height based off like the surrounding items and their known heights and like science and stuff figured it out i was bad at that class yeah i would not be good at that uh and so then they he gets pulled over because somebody is a cop in texas i think at this point i think they're in texas or montana one of the two kind of a big far away from alaska yeah big spread i know texas montana i can't remember anyways basically the same (laughs) recognizes the vehicle and like pulls him over and is like hey like i need your like registration like step out of the car and like this person doesn't question like they get out and they're like any id and they're like okay like not like why'd you pull me over whatever anyways um so they go and like they're like running it no hits whatsoever the name is Rayleigh keys no hits at all not even a parking ticket they're like that's kind of odd not odd that this person doesn't have any information but they're like well okay maybe it's not the person we're looking for because it'd be odd that the person we're looking for would have nothing in their record and but then the cop like looks in the back seat and is like there's like white vans or kids or something which is like the shoes of what they were wearing and then there's like some other things in there like maps or something basically they just have this like they have some suspicion i think it must be texas because the cop calls at this point i think they literally are like holding him on the side of the road it's like two hours they're not letting homie go and he like calls the fbi and is like or alaska or whoever and it's like hey like i think we might have your guy down here in texas like these are the things we found and they're like oh gosh like okay it's gonna take us a little bit to like get somebody over to you and they're like that's okay we have this great thing here in texas or montana um that's like we don't really need a reason to hold you we're just gonna hold you and or like it's like some probable cause like that sounds like texas yeah that's why i was thinking maybe texas and so they arrest him and he's like being held and so then they start talking to him in texas and that's when they find out that like yeah because he basically is kind of like oh oh yeah no yeah that was me i did take her yep yep that was me and then like way later after they've like got him they find um they finally like somebody finally decides to like get the video cam footage from home depot across the street and it's like watching it and it's like oh okay it's a little bit more obvious that she's being coerced here because she runs at one point you like see her run and he comes back with her and then they finally this is like months like two months later or something like that maybe somebody finally watches the security footage all the way through of the coffee shop 
and like they're like oh yeah once you watch it all the way through it's really obvious to see that she has something shoved into her mouth and that's why she didn't scream. nobody bothered to watch it all the way nope. that's like no nope, because they never one because they were convinced she ran away all of the surveillance that's the most frustrating part of pretty much most of these like missing women things yeah they're like they ran away i'm like you just don't want to look into it you're yeah. an asshole so they so at this point now that like he's in texas like the fbi can get involved a little bit more because it's like kind of like state lines and stuff like that and so they start talking to him and yeah he literally is basically like yeah i took her and they're like why and he was like i don't know why not and or or he'll be like when not answering questions sometimes he'll just be like eh, i don't know that i want to talk about that right now so he's like, just like super chill about it like super oh, blase like yeah. no big deal that's what yeah. i do at least that's how the narrator did it and so I think that's what people. it was. And like, cause so a lot of the book is um, direct quotes from the surveillance and, or the like recordings of the interviews and interviews, stuff, yeah. interrogations. And he says, um, and uh, so much that it makes me think that, yeah, he just doesn't care. He's just like, okay. Yeah. He's like, these are irrelevant sure. details that don't. Yeah. And so then you come to find out that she was dead all along in the mm, ransom yeah. picture and that he just he just kind of wanted some money and well why why the ransom amount and he's like oh i saw on facebook that you know the dad was getting a lot of money so i figured well why not like and, a literal definition of like a psychopath is like you have absolutely no empathy or understand that other people are human yeah beings. and so I know this is a mini, so I'm going to kind of try and wrap it up. I realized I just kind of rambled on for a little bit there. It's so interesting, though. I, I know. I don't remember. And so basically, he is like known to have killed 11 people for sure that he, but they think it was so many more. So he would bury kill kits in people other states. Women. People, not all, just women, people. Um, I wasn't sure. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, so like how he like got away with all of these ones is that like he would like bury a kill kit out wherever he was leave come back maybe years later come back get it kill these people but he always had like such like good alibis and it, like it wouldn't even like make sense of like why would he be this because he just like comes kind of in the middle of the night kills these people he burned a lot of his victims after they died to get rid of evidence he um yeah so he's just like like when the, so meticulous so thought out like how he just got away with all of this stuff is just terrifying is he like an unassuming like looking person um yeah i think and, like held jobs like that kind of thing you know what i mean like the things that are normal red flags so, for someone he was a, a he was self-employed as like a contractor or something like that and okay. so like it made sense that he would be buying Probably. all of these equipment and yeah and like he would it would like well, that's like later in the book like i think in like the epilogue and stuff that they talk about like did reverse prejudice or did positive prejudice basically did prejudice work out in his favor because he passes as white i can't remember if he actually is or not but he passes as white and he's a man and he was like and they're like how was this person who took all so many one-way flights not flagged by homeland like he would right? uh disassemble uh guns and bring them in his carry-on how did he get away with it? How did that TSA not catch that? And it just, is it because he looks like a white man? And I think he actually Probably. was a white man, but like, so yeah, so they're like, okay, what's going on there? And then um, one of the other reasons that like, we don't know how many people he actually killed is because, so he gets extradited back to Alaska. Cause like at this point, this is the only one that they know that he, only person he know, they know he killed. 
And super inappropriately, the DA in Alaska in this place decides he wants to do the interrogation, which is like, it could literally get the entire case thrown out. Like the DA is not supposed to like do any of these or like know about any of the stuff that is going on. None of these things. And he refused to leave, like would not do it. And so they like let him. And so he was like, oh, like FBI people, like you can just like download your years of training into my brain. Like it'll be fine. And so he would like be talking to Israeli keys and would say something. And the FBI people are just like, shut the fuck up. Like basically he was like giving away things. So Israeli keys um, just kind of up. They managed to like trick him basically into confessing to killing this couple. Um, It's like Mm -hmm. a cold case for a long time ago relative um killing this this couple and then it all comes out like because this da guy's an idiot it's really he realizes that they have no they have absolutely zero evidence that he killed them they can't even find the bodies because it was like five years ago four years ago at this point um he burned their bodies he like put a bunch of stuff on it the house has been demolished um because he like picks like a really like run down home that he was like even if like he's like and like the smell it was in the basement he's like nobody's gonna go down the basement because it smells terrible they're gonna think an animal died likely this home is gonna be bought and demolished like nobody's gonna go looking and at this point it happened so they like are at like the junkyard basically the dump like trying to find remnants of these people and they're just like um and then he yeah then he finds out that they have zero evidence linking him to that other than his confession oh all God. because like the DA, and so that's when he like kind of starts to be like wait what is going on like what is what is happening um he's like oh no i just gave myself away yeah but like the whole thing that he was asking for the whole time that he'd be like yeah i'll tell you like more things like when i'm ready i'll tell you i'll like think about it and like tell you what. basically the only thing he really wanted was um he wanted a set execution date within a year is what he wanted because he, yeah, he was like, I already know y'all are going to kill me, but I want it set. He didn't want his like name released. That's because- so funny. I didn't think death row inmates were allowed to make requests as far as when they got to check the fuck out. Well, he wasn't death row at this point. He's just. And just me, like, that's what that would mean. Like, I want to go on death row, but you have to guarantee me it'll be done in a year. That's super not how that works. It's been people who have been on death row for 20 years. But I mean, that was like the one thing he wanted. And he had like a whole reason. So he had a daughter. And this is like where like you're like oh you're kind of a person and he didn't want like her to like really know and like have his name like dug remote and a really long drawn out process for her uh so like that was kind of like his reasoning as to why he wanted this yeah but they kept being like uh because like it was the dumb da guy was like i don't know if i can do that and the fbi was like just fucking tell him lie to him if you have to i don't know because he would stop talking at points and so kind of like they managed to get like Finally, like once they figure out that he did kill this other couple, the FBI is finally like, okay, this is 100% the FBI. Like this is multiple state lines, like Alaska, goodbye. Like get, get up out of here. You're stupid. Um, but he had like, is it really, he said like requested a specific officer, like be the only person to, or like to be a part of the people who would interrogate him. And so they like that's made that happen. Nice. Well, that's because he was white hundred percent. Well, it was, well, it was just weird. They, he like picked her, like he picked this, like, I don't even think she had ever. You had don't get to do that. They wouldn't have done that if he wasn't white. I just looked it up. He was white and he attended a white supremacist, anti-Semitic church. This motherfucker was a, a white motherfucker. Well, <laughs> that's so, why he could make these demands though. Like that's not something that ever happens in our society. Like one, the church was uh, growing up. 
like once he became like at 15 he, he like grew up mormon at 15 his family moved his family became amish and he Your was morals like, are set by age six so oh he hated it the whole time according according to him and like his journals they like have these like childhood journals like they have all these like journals and shit that he did um and all these things and so yeah he was like super like I don't know. I'm appalled he was able to make all these demands. Like, well, I don't understand. That's absolutely not how well, when any t- of that works. When I say, hey, yeah, I've probably killed like 10 people you don't even know. You have all these cold cases. Do you want me to tell you about it? And you say, no. Then I go, okay, bye. I'm not going to tell you. I think anybody could. There's just so many other things that you could do. Like, just throw him in jail for a while. That's not going to be a fun time. He's he not going to care. Talk anyway. He's not going to. He's like, I guess that's true when you're a psychopath. He's literally a sociopath. He gives zero fucking shits about anything and everything. And he's super smart. Like, he knows what's going on. I don't think I would on. give in to the demand. I just don't think I could do it. Like, just on principle. Like, you can't do the thing that... that... I don't know. I mean, they literally gave 10 families closure. There's that's an 11, true. There's an 11 family that they're like... 95 it's the only person that they're positive but he didn't can he didn't come out right and say but they're like because he had a tell so he would turn off his cell phone and like take the battery out oh. when he was gonna like kill people and stuff and he always like hunted during the day and he had like these certain like rituals and things so they were like they have one that's why it's 11 i'm pretty I'm sure it's way there's a lot of people who think it's a lot more um wrapping it up so like listen to the book because like you learn a lot more about it um he ended up killing himself so the fbi guy was um was like hey like he needs to be like washed all the time like at one point he had like a chunk of like wood in his mouth and like where'd you get that spit it out and it was because they were giving him pencils and they're like he doesn't get pencils they were like giving him straight razors to shave they're like he doesn't get razors he doesn't get these things no. like, so they bought him an electric razor to be used um, only under like supervision and like right. everything and they're like like he is because he tried to escape because alaska also doesn't have a max security prison so he was just in like alaska itself is a max security prison (laughs) i mean but if you can get out you're out right like get out into the freeze to death um so like he had was on that like in the um courtroom one day and he like made an escape attempt they caught him but like that was like the fbi guys like proof of like he is smarter than y'all think like he sounds like a dumb dumb when he talks but he's really smart he is always like he's always paying attention he always is aware of his surroundings he knows what he's doing you need Mm. to be like way more on top of him and so uh he ended up uh suicide i know i said they committed it but i'm gonna say how he did it so skip this if you don't want to hear it uh he ended up getting a razor we don't know how and he slit his wrist not Ugh. quickly enough because he was able to like draw skulls on the wall in his blood he drew 12 and so they're like oh, gross. so then people have to like look into that of like is that 12 victims is that 11 plus him is he just fucking crazy is he just psychotic? He 11 plus him so that's a tough one yeah, yeah. or is he, yeah, is he just psychotic like what's going on um i shouldn't have said crazy that was inappropriate i would like to take that back but is he just like psychotic and then he also for good measure um tied a bed sheet around his neck and his foot and strangled himself mm. but it would have had to be so his his body was found at like 6 a.m this would have had to happen at like 1 or 2 a.m but a warden or not a warden um made yeah they made lap they walked by them him multiple times and were like oh no he's just sleeping just sleeping but then there's like some anonymous reports that said that there was literally blood seeping out of his cell and then when the paramedics showed up, their report says that there were two cups of unknown quantity full of blood and two milk jugs of blood. 
So they're like, and it's like, there's no, like, Alaska also has like, shut it down. So apparently the Alaska um, Correctionals uh-huh. is super, super corrupt. And in 2018, it came out that they were telling um, their employees not to log when they, what they did and when they interacted with their people, they bugged all of the interrogation rooms um, while Israeli Keys was there. So like his conversations with his lawyer that are private, it was bugged. And then even after he died, not they're, illegal. they're still bugged. Like they're still like, there's like a bunch of people, like anonymous people have come out and been like, they're still bugged. Like they're literally still listening in on their <laughs> lawyer's conversations, which is super illegal super legal um but yeah so like a lot of things were mishandled um if i mean i know that you disagree with it and that's fine we're allowed our own opinions doesn't matter is that uh maybe if like stupid da guy or like if the fbi involved sooner maybe we could figure it out more victims like yeah that could have given a lot of people more closure um, a lot of factors here they have one woman who has ended up known only as uh, to this day is only known as jane doe who was um, abducted by him and let go, but he had killed somebody, abducted and killed somebody the exact same way before. So like, doesn't know why she lived. We don't know. We don't even know her name. Like, good for her. That's hard probably to keep your name out of the papers and shit. Well, and I don't, I don't, it wasn't until I think after he died that she even came forward because she was like, Mm. when the police asked, you're going to say that I'm a short, fat black guy because he was like a tall, skinny white guy. Um, and he was like, if I ever like hear that, like somebody's looking for me, like I will come back and I will kill you. And I think, and she'll, she even, so she drove back. She had like been taken from a mall. She like drove back to the mall. was like, oh my gosh, like you guys need to call. I was just abducted. You need to call the police. And they were like, okay, funny. Ha ha. But called the police. She tells the police, the police is like, okay, funny. Ha ha. Took her information. Don't believe her at all. And then like a year later, she gets a call from a random detective who was like following up on a cold case from the person who was killed before her and like explains what happened to that person she's like that's exactly what happened to me oh my gosh if only people believed Ugh. so isn't that the most frustrating part about this entire case basically as a whole mm-hmm. is like this white guy got to travel like completely unmonitored because oh. nobody even thought yeah. it was an issue because he's a white yeah. dude just yeah. traveling around and everywhere. also he like he like has relationships like he has like a wife and a kid and he's like like a whole what? bunch of people when he was first arrested a whole bunch of people came out and were like i do not believe it like like to the fbi like wrote letters of like i have hired do. him i've lived next to him he's the nicest he's been left alone with all of my valuables nothing's ever happened i can't believe this like he was very good at like presenting a quote-unquote normal facade to people well also he was saying for like that like in all of his like interviews and stuff that um it was like for 14 years he was living as two separate people which mm. they think is like kind of his like young child life up. And personal life well so like he ended up serving in the military and so they think it was like from like the age where we kind of start to know we are alive in the world up until he was discharged is they like he was living as one mm. person and then once he was discharged because like they even talked to like one of his like military buddies who was like oh yeah no he totally had plans to like kidnap and like hold people for ransom and like rob a bunch of banks like he was totally gonna do all that he had plans he told me all about him didn't say anything i think it's because he thought he was so normal and also i think he was like i mean like robbing banks like, like lol yeah okay yeah and also i think this guy was like they were kind of similar mindset of like screw the government and like stuff like that and so like for him being like oh yeah rob a bank like okay whatever and then like the way because it was like he's like yeah like like uh taking a bunch of people hostage for money and then it's like then we like leave the like 
quote marks and we go to like the narrator being like it's unclear if he meant um, a whole bunch of people all at once like one big one like maybe a hostage at a bank or a bunch a of bank, individuals yeah. where I mean I can kind of I mean see something say something granted this was also like gosh this would have had to have been like 09 2010 or something when they were like serving maybe I don't remember but well, he died in 2013 and I think his like crime spree was like 97 to 2013 so it must have been even earlier than that see look at you doing all this extra research I didn't pay attention I'm just to googling over dates. here yeah I was saying that like they were taken in 20 the book was written in 2018 that's yeah. why I had 2018 in my head yeah yeah so like when they were serving overseas like this was all like super 90s, pre 9-11 yeah. and everything like that which I guess is also probably how he was able to travel a lot of those earlier years true yeah they weren't um, paying as much attention to people's well, like travel habits well and tsa wasn't even a thing until after 9 11 so all of those er, all of those early ones he could do anything but homeland i mean the book also brought that up but i have rambled on for a really long time for this mini episode um i'm gonna go ahead and review the book so the book itself five out of five absolutely amazing the research is done so well and like in the end they like tell you about like all the research so it's interviews that the author has had with people they got all of the records from the fbi that they could possibly get all of the like interrogation like video audio whatever it is that they can get um i told you all the things that they couldn't get like they tried to like ask alaska pd for a bunch of stuff and like the prison and stuff for all this stuff and they said no and then her lawyer had to get involved and ask for even more things oh my gosh it was absolutely redonks so the book amazing so well researched so well done read super quick too um there is an entire part about his childhood which was dumb and boring and i think i could have been without because they try to be like he had a rough upbringing and his parents meh, and his formative and i was like i don't care the things that i don't like about how we talk about male serial serial killers like we we give them all the leeway in the world we talk about how they had a rough childhood and their mom was mean to them and that they were teased at school okay welcome to everybody else in the goddamn world's life and then on top of that i'm gonna add because like i let you do a little thingy but like on top of him like being that like that white guy who can pat you know do whatever the hell he wants and like travel without being suspicious because he's a white dude no one believed any of these women were missing. Mm. And that's like the number one issue for me is like the fact that like no one believes women are missing. Like this is like a repeat in every single missing woman like story of the entire planet. Like like Mara Murray. Like everyone's just like, oh, she probably just ran away. I was like, she ran away and left her car on the top of a mountain in the middle of a snowy day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, no, she just ran away. She was looking at hotels online. I was like, because no one looks at hotels online for no reason just because they want to and that was like a lot of his victims that we know about were because he also took him in the middle of the day which helped to his side of things where people are like oh they ran away because at this at the time when he was doing his no killings away in the middle of the day nobody but at the time he was doing his killings nobody was kidnapping people in the middle of the day like that was like unheard of um he did kill a couple they were like in their 50s but that's the other thing is that like all of these cases just go cold people kind of like don't communicate very well yeah and also especially back then um that like they couldn't like i mean what if this is they didn't have that system yeah what was it the the aphid system it's like the american fingerprint identification whatever aphis aphid whatever that sounds right Um, even like the bolo like i think one of the only like he was saying that like the cop who was sending it out was literally sending it every single day was like constantly being like hey don't forget hey don't forget hey don't forget to every single one in the lower 48 because they knew that he was down there um but the so yeah five out of five 
books meaning narrating so the audio book it took me the, the book is only like five hours five hours I think five and a half maybe six it took me two hours to get into it because the narrator sounds like Alexa reading you a tri- true crime story and not in a great way it was not oh god it was very robotic once you kind of like got used to the way that the narrator spoke it was better it's also a female narrator um which do you think feel- it was AI or maybe it was a real person I don't know I mean she's narrated a bunch of other stuff so maybe it is an AI I don't think it is could be AI. It got better. Once you hung into it, it does get better. So if anyone's thinking of listening to it, it's a great listen. Give it time. Her male voices take a little bit to get used to, and they all kind of sound the same, personally. Um, I mean, for the most part, it's like Israeli Keys is talking, or it's the FBI. So like you can kind of tell, but then randomly it was like another male voice, and I was like, is that Keys talking? Who is talking? I'm not a voice right actor, now. but I can imagine it's challenging as a female to like make differentiating male voices. Definitely, yeah. For the most part, it was good, but it was just every now and then it was kind of like, eh, like I've heard better, but I've also heard <laughs> a challenge. worse. Um, but I mean, I would give like on Audible when I rated it, I gave her four stars because you can't give half stars. Um, but like it was still good, and like once you get used to the voice, okay. Um, I also listened it to it at like. 1.3 which i think made listening to the ai sounding voice better because it sounded i can't listen to anything at one normally no no i only have one book that i listen to at 105 but everything else is standard one two one point one five well it's important too to know which narrators you need to speed up like some of them just dictate really slowly and i think that's okay like sometimes i'm like it's an 18 hour book let me hear how fast the narrator speaks and i'm like okay what about if i did it at (laughs) 1.4 yeah exactly and so i do think that works for you i think speeding it up a little bit Um, okay but mainly i picked this one because i feel like in like the true crime world he is a lesser lesser known killer but like the fact that he was so pre-planned and he got away with so many murders mm-hmm. is just terrifying like literally they and, and they say in the book and this was the one that was like i was like yep this is why is that any one of us could have been one of his victims literally anybody could no have. one would have believed you were missing yep i mean maybe you were a man but even then they didn't find him they never found the bodies like they he, they literally that's only, impressive honestly they only found the bodies that he wanted them gave to up like yeah that he gave them but i mean do you know how many bones that there are that exist that are just buried as jane does it i mean it doesn't mean we didn't find them it's just that maybe we couldn't identify them true but the way that he like disposed of his victims it's likely that there's nothing that's true that's right he burned them right yeah like so his first victim well not his first his last victim the one that got caught um he ended up like ultimately chopping her up and then like sinking her body down under like it was like two he said it was two inches of ice when the dive team went down it was like three inches of ice so take what you will with that on his ability to know inches um but like tied like weights to her body parts and sunk them so there's one that is i can't remember also he spent a lot of time in washington so that's uh double terrifying right there was washington we already had ted bundy no one else is allowed we have the green we also had the green River 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 too yeah and we had um another one Gacy I think we had Gacy for a bit uh yeah so terrifying no maybe not no not maybe not Gacy we had who do we have I thought he was Midwest yeah not Gacy we had a but we have probably like five so yeah but yeah so the fact that he was here for a bit terrifying um he did have a thing of um no children no pets 
but then turns out he did kill children and the only reason he didn't kill pets was because it was too much work to get rid of a dog and a lady at the same time so not really a great the only reason not really like a great like moral compass but yeah no i didn't have to hear about any dogs dying so i appreciate that no animal abuse in this one that was a that was a good improvement. Anyways, I've I've promised everyone I was going to stop talking on this, but this book was so good. This is a really long mini. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, listen to it, read it. It's also quick. Like you could read it fast. Everyone needs to learn a thing about a messed up dude and how uh, corrupt Alaska stuff was as of 2018. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna do i'm gonna wrap it up socials is instagram it's not past your bedtime and twitter iip underscore pod you can also check out our website isn't it past your bedtime.com to see what we talked about in the past what's in our archive and what's coming up next and be sure and come back in two weeks to hear about rachel's mini because she's got some other scary things that are true totally different <laughs> totally different but also true so also true it's exciting come back learn another thing Uh, We hope you all are having an amazing Halloween. Bye, everyone. Bye.